I wish I am like you, 21 forever. <laughs> Full of energy. Thank you, it's beautiful. Now it's a holiday season, and in holiday season, a lot of surprises. So today is one of surprises. Uh, in a bulletin, there is wrong first name, but last name is correct. So, Cassie, I'm sorry, it's my mistake. Um, I would like to share a good news with you today. And uh, first, I would like to tell you some uh, military guy story. I like military guy stories. So, Jeff, I will call him Jeff. Uh, he hitchhiking his way home, and he will never forget date May 7. His heavy suitcase made Jeff tired, and uh, his army uniform, he, he just wanted to uh, take that once for all and forgot about everything but was in war. So he was flashing the hitchhiking site. I was told in Americans like this. In Ukraine, we just sign differently. So, and he almost uh, lost hope that somebody will stop and take him. Suddenly, he saw black, glossy new Cadillac. And the car stopped and passenger door was open, so Jeff just ran towards the car, tossed his suitcase in the back, and thanks, very nice dressed gentleman, and slid into the front seat. So, going home for keeps, the gentleman said. Yes, sir, answered Jeff. So you are very lucky if you're going to Chicago, because I'm going there. Not so far, Jeff said. Uh, you, do you live in Chicago? No, I have business there. So my name is Mr. Hanover. And they started talk this and that. They were talking um, on the road, and Jeff felt like Holy Spirit invited him, his was Christian, to tell about Jesus, to tell a good news of salvation. But a little bit he was shy and continued to talk the just different things. And suddenly he realized that it is like um, 30 miles before his home, and Holy Spirit just pushed him to start to talk. And he said, Mr. Hanover, sir, I would like to tell you something very important. I would like to tell you about Jesus and about a way of salvation. And Jeff told in a short time 
how we saved by Jesus, how every soul is struggling to get Jesus in their hearts. Suddenly, this black, nice new Cadillac turned to the road and stopped. So Jeff was thinking, uh-oh, I will eject it from the car now. But the businessman bowed his head and received Christ. Amen. Amen. Then he thanks Jeff. He said, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Amen. It's a great story, but it's not the end. Five years passed. Jeff was married. He had a son. He had his own small business. And one day he had to go to Chicago. He took his suitcase and found in suitcase that small white card which Mr. Hanover business card uh, he gave him. So he decided to, because he will be in Chicago, to visit this man and see how he is. He found Hanover's uh, enterprises in Chicago and uh, he went there and uh, a receptionist told him it was impossible to see Mr. Uh, Hanover now but he can see Mrs. Hanover. So it was interesting. A little bit confused, he came to enter the very beautiful office and stood face to face with a very nice lady around 50. So uh, how do you know my husband, she asked. Well, Jeff told how her husband had given him a ride when he hitchhiking home after the war. Can you tell me when it was? The lady asked. Ma'am, it was May 7th, five years ago, a day when I was discharged from the army. Anything special about the day? And Jeff was thinking, should I mention giving his testimony? But he is so far, he said, uh, Mrs. Hanover, I explained the gospel, and your husband pulled over to the side of the road and wept against the steering wheel, and he gave his life to Christ in that moment. Suddenly, the lady started to cry. I had prayer for my husband's salvation for years. I believed God would save him. I'm sorry, and where is your husband now? He is dead. She wept, struggling with words. He was in car crash just after he left you out of the road. He never got home. You see, I thought God had not kept his promises. Sabin, she added, 
I stopped living for God five years ago because I thought he had not keep his word. The title for today is Only Believe. Let's look at Bible and we will read Gospel from Luke chapter 8 and verse 40. Luke chapter 8 and verse 40. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Jesus just returned from the other side of the lake when he has healed a demoniac man. People was waiting for Jesus because they had a feeling that there is something different about Jesus. Jesus became significant part of their lives. They always went to synagogues before, but never before they had experienced the presence of heaven among them. Because when Jesus is around, it means heaven is there. Amen? Amen. Amen. We will read verse 41. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. Michael, probably you will help me to see someone like Jesus laying on the ground was almost impossible. Jews never were, uh, always were very proud nation. The Roman Empire was conquering nation left and right. However, they had never experienced such strong resistance as they had with Jew. The fanatism, fanaticism, sorry, with which Jew nation was defending its territory and tradition interacted the Romans. You could conquer physically this nation, could kill them, but never see them falling on their knees before you. And the text says that Jesus fell down to Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. The desperate parent is ready to forget all about pride. They only wanted to see their children well. Verse 42. For he had only daughter about 12 years of age, and she was dying. And we agree. When it came to us, we may endure a lot of pain and suffering, but when it comes to our children, 
we want to take those troubles on ourselves. But as Jesus went, the multitude crowded and pressed him. No wonder Jesus was surrounded by a crowd 24-7. People wanted to see miracles. If someone was sick, they wanted to miracles in their own lives. If someone was not sick, they wanted to see how Jesus heals. Because Jesus, when he touched us, a miracle takes place. Amen. Do you want to be touched by Jesus today? Verse 43. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her life hold on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of flood stopped. We see now a woman who was very ill. And we have a little girl that was very ill also. Their diseases differed greatly. If the girl disease was rapid and mortal, the woman disease had lasted for a long time. For how many years? For 12 years. And how old was the girl? 12 years old. Did parents love the girls? Yes, they did. They adore her. And because of this, her dad ran to Jesus, fell down on her knee, and pleaded to come to his house and heal his loving daughter. Twelve years this family had joy with a girl, his only daughter, their only daughter. They have uh, they had fantastic life. They had time with them. Delight to have this girl. And someone in the same time had a different experience for 12 years. For 12 years, a woman could not go to sanctuary because she was permanently, ritually unclean. She could not have any friends. She could stay at home only. She could not go to shopping. She had to avoid society. She didn't have delight of family for less than 12 years. But in the same day, these two families came together in one story, both looking for Jesus as their last hope. Viktor Frankl, the famous art, author and psychologist, psychologist, survived the 
Holocaust in Auschwitz. He wrote that in the concentration camp, with suffering all around, he was able to identify two major groups of people. Those that had hope and those that did not. Those that had hope were most likely to endure any pain, any tribulation, but those who had lost their hope were dying. Even so, they could physically endure. He wrote, When I was taken to the concentration camp, Victor said, a manuscript of mine ready for publication was confiscated. Certainly, my deep desire to write this manuscript anew helped me to survive the pain and suffering of the camp I was in. Victor Friend had hoped to rewrite his manuscript and published his book. This helped him to survive Auschwitz. How much greater hope is in Jesus? Jesus gives us hope in his life, but even more in his death on the cross. He showed us where hope begins. Okay, let's go back to the Bible. The text tells us that as soon as woman touched Jesus' garment, her flow of blood stopped. She was healthy again. Amen. She was free from the shame and pain and suffering after 12 years of miserable life. What a joy. Are you with me, church? Amen. But Jesus all of a sudden stops and asks this question. Luke 8, 45. Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes thrown and press you, and you say, who touched me? Who touched me? As usual, everyone sings silently. Only Peter speaks what he thinks. I would not be surprised if I find out that Peter did not have many friends. Because when you speak all you think all the time, like Peter, you are in trouble. When you get married, you find this out very quickly. (laughs) Peter says, Jesus, everybody is touching you at the same time in this crowd, and you ask who touched me? But Jesus surprised them again. Verse 46. Jesus said, somebody 
touch me, for I received, I perceived, sorry, power going out from me. What does it mean? This means that we may follow Jesus, we may come to church where Jesus is, we may enjoy Jesus' words and like him speaking, we may even touch Jesus, but still not experience the transforming and healing power of Christ in our own lives. Peter said, everyone is touching you, but Jesus says, they may. But there was only one in that crowd that actually touched Jesus with faith. A chaplain in Adventist Information Ministry in Andrews University said when a speaker on three uh, ABN spoke on depression, they were busy with phone calls like never before or after. People that call themselves Christians are depressed and not happy, are troubled with issue of life. Why? Because they have lost hope. Lost hope in Jesus. They hear Jesus' words. They like them, but they still fail to touch Jesus, like that woman in our story did. Let's read verse 47. Now, when the woman saw that she was not uh, hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Verse 48, And Jesus said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Amen. 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 One daughter of God was healed. What about another one with this story? Now I would like to go back to someone in a crowd who was terrified by the fact that Jesus was distracted. There was someone in the crowd that was losing hope every minute. That person was at the feet of Jesus a moment ago, and now seems like he will say it's all in vain. And when Jesus saw, oh sorry, and when Jerio saw his servants coming, his worst fears came true. Luke 49, while he was still speaking, someone came from the 
ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. John Claypool, pastor of Louisville Seventh-day Adventist Church, had a little girl with leukemia. When she went into remission, everybody, friends, church members, thought God had healed her. And on Easter morning, she had a recurrence. In his book, Tracks of the Fellow Struggler, Claypool says, his daughter asked, Daddy, did you talk to God about my leukemia? He said, yes, we have been praying for you. She said, did you ask him? Everybody who will read this story will cry. It's not only I. Did you ask him how long the leukemia would last? What did God say? What do you say to your daughter when you cannot help her? And the heavens are silent. A few hours later, the little girl died. The following week, John Claypool had to preach at his church. And he chose text Isaiah 40, 31. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and will not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. There is three stage of life, Claypool said. Sometimes we mount with the winds like an eagle and fly, and we are on top of the world. Sometimes we run and we don't grow weary. We just go through the routine. Sometimes the best we can, we don't grow, uh, do, uh, sorry, sometimes the best we can do is to walk and not faint. That's where I am right now. I need your prayers. At that moment, when Claypool was, and he's the lowest, he preached probably the most influential sermon. Sometimes there are like these moments in our lives. We spend hours and days on our knees praying for Lord, for praying for our loved ones, and still quite often we have no result. We still do not see fruit of our prayers. And when we come to church to a prayer meeting, again with the same request, we may feel uncomfortable because for years we give the same request and no result is seen. 
In this moment, please remember, there is not a silent prayer is forgiven or is in vain. God hears our prayers and will answer them in spite of all things. When Jesus goes to answer our prayer, even death, spiritual or physical, backs up in fear. Amen. Church, are you here? Even death, spiritual or physical, backs up in fear when we pray and Jesus answers our prayer. Luke 8.50 When Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. 51 When he came into the house... He permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the girls. Now all wept and mourned for her, but he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. At the time, people look at you and might say, you are not real Christian. You do this and that, you are dead Christian. But remember, they say so because they are humans. And look at you with the eyes of human. But Jesus looked at us with the eyes of the Son of God and said, Do not weep. You are not dead. You are just sleeping. Jesus said a word, and that word will raise you up. People look at your children, and maybe your wife or your husband, and they say, they are dead Christian. But they say so because they are humans. And we do not believe in humans. We believe in God. And if we do believe in God, we better listen what God says. And God says, do not weep. She or he is not dead, but sleeping. Amen. Amen. Jesus may say a word, and those who are sleeping now will be wake up again. And when it comes to prayer, Jesus asks all unbelievers and makers to depart, and only those that believe stay with him in the room in that special prayer. Verse 54. But he pulled them out all outside. He took her by hand and called, saying, Little girl, arise. 55. Then 
the spirit returned and she arose immediately. What a wonderful God we have. Do you love such God? I do. I love our God. He is the best God. Nothing is impossible for our God when we believe. So what was the most important point in these two Bible stories? What was different between the woman and the crowd? She touched Jesus with faith. And her faith made the difference to such a degree that even Jesus stopped. In a second story, all was sorrowful for the death of the little girl. Everyone uh, regretted the life was gone from her, but faith made the difference, and the girl came back to life by faith of those who believed. All we need just believe. Verse 56, and her parents were astonished, but Jesus charged them to tell no one what had happened. Do you think they were silent? Could they be silent after such a great, amazing miracles what had happened in their house? The news about to spread out without even cell phones on or internet in no time because somebody had faith, had an experience with God, and then nobody could make him be silent. If we want this amazing gospel, this true revelation to be effective, we need to be touched by Jesus now. We need to bring Jesus in our homes and have that unique experience with God ourselves. We cannot give others what we do not have or have not experienced. That's why today is the day to ask Jesus to touch our lives. And that is possible if we only believe. Amen.